All right, this is it. My name's Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 308 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. And we're back broadcasting once again from deep, deep underneath a nondescript home in suburban Pennsylvania. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening and all that jazz. Hope you're doing well. It's a Saturday as I record this. Eh, it's kind of a weird Saturday. You know why? Because I, I told you guys, Tony went back to work after like a four or five month layoff where she didn't have a job. So she finally went back and... Uh, I give you three guesses what happened almost immediately. That's right, she has COVID. So she has a, I don't know, seems like a mild case. I don't know. I hope, hope nothing changes. Uh, a couple days ago, she, you know, she didn't sleep very well. She was cold. Like she, I said, I think you're running a fever. It's not cold in here. What the? So um, she resisted, of course. She didn't want to take her temperature. She didn't want to do a COVID test. I said, why don't you take a COVID test? She started getting like a headache. I said, you got some telltale signs kicking in. She goes, I don't do that. I don't know. She's, she's, she's very difficult, very difficult to deal with when it comes to that kind of stuff. So she finally did. I finally broke her down. I said, you got to find out what's going on. If it's, a, if it's just a cold, then you'll know it's just a cold. But if it's the virus, then, you know, you got to do something else. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you still have to write it out just like you do a cold, but yeah, at least we'll know. You know, information is, is power or something. Is that right? Is that what it is? So anyway, she, she took two. Uh, she took, she did a home test and it came back positive. <laughs> she didn't believe it. So she took another test, came back positive. She called a um, on-call doctor just to see what they advised. And the guy said, well, the one the, the, the strain that's going around right now is, is very mild, so, you know, if you can use some over-the-counter, uh, you know, some cold medication or whatever. I don't remember exactly what he told her, but um, he, he said that it's fairly mild, and so far it seems like it is. She's tired. It feels like the first day she had a headache and then um, a fever, and then after that, it's just been, she's just tired, you know? So, I don't know. It's the third person, three out of four, who's had who's had COVID in this house. The only one that hasn't is uh, the younger boy. And he's the one that, you know, takes care of himself, eats all the healthy foods and all that stuff. Huh. I don't know if there's a, I don't know if there's any, uh, you know, connection to that. But uh, anyway, three out of four of us have had it to, to date, so... Hopefully she gets past that pretty quickly. But we're, obviously we're not going anywhere. It's kind of like a hunker-down weekend. I guess I could go out if I wanted to by myself. Um, I Remember I told you that the younger boy, or no, the older boy bought a cactus. Did I tell you about this? I think I did. He bought a cactus. I don't know where he comes up with this stuff, to tell you the truth. 
But he, he, he found something online. He watched some video with this guy on some old hippie out in Arizona or something. He has like some kind of cactus farm or some shit. Again, I'm unclear, but he ordered this cactus. It's a cut, they called it, a cut from a actual cactus, like out in the out in the desert, right? And um, it was it was expensive. Thing was like a hundred bucks or something. And um, it, it was a long time before he got it. I was like, did that old that old guy rip you off? He was no, it'll, it'll be here. So it showed up today. He's got that thing planted. He's got it. In a, he's got it up in his room. It's got some kind of UV light shining down on it. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I don't know. It's like a hundred dollar. It's it's not even. I had it pictured in my head that it was going to be pretty big, but it's like I don't know. It's like the size of a, a large cucumber, basically is what it is. So he planted it. He had it all set up. He he bought the uh, cactus soil. I don't know what the hell that is, but uh, he purchased the cactus soil to go along with it, and um, he put it in a pot, and he's got it up in his room, and they sent a bunch of directions on how to take care of it. You know, you can easily overwater it. I guess that's one of the big problems with these things. You know where he is right now, though? The boy. So he got his cactus. This This is a big day for him. He got his cactus. He planted it in his room. He's got a UV light shining down on it, and now... He's at some kind of he, he he's visiting with some woman who's teaching him transcendental transcendental meditation TM. So he 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 goes from one thing to another. He, he he's a uh, he runs wide open. That's <laughs> one thing I can say for him. So he had to. I said, how much? He I, I said, does this cost anything? Oh yeah. So he said, I said, how much was it? How much did you have to pay for it? And he goes, well, two fifty, around two fifty. But he 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 has a he has a history of uh, you know not telling the exact truth. So I have no idea how much he paid for this thing. But he's meeting with her today. It's supposed to be a ninety minute meeting, and then there's a couple of Zoom call follow ups, and then apparently he'll be able to uh, to do this. You know, it's weird. I said, what are they, I said, what is this thing? I said, so he had to go to some private home about 45 miles from here it's like the it's not the the woman who's teaching it to him it's not her home it's like a it's it's the home of a wealthy couple supposedly who's really into this tm business and uh they let their they 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 let people they they, they let these teachers i guess that's what they call them uh teach this stuff in their guest house so that's where he's going. That's where he's at right now. I said, you better be careful. I said, I don't know. These people might be swingers. I don't know. Seems kind of weird. I don't know. I'm, well, I don't know. I'm skeptical. I, my parents are like so skeptical about everything. Everything's a ripoff. You know, everything. Everybody's trying to get over on you. I'm not as bad as them, but I got a little bit of that in me too. I'm like, you better be careful. We end up on Dateline or something, you know. Anyway, that's where he's at right now. He's get. Uh, they told him to bring. Uh, listen to this shit. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. This is bizarre. They had, they they told him to bring a a, uh, a handkerchief or a napkin. I think. I, I don't know. A napkin, an apple, and some flowers. I don't know what the hell's going. On. What is this? I said they're gonna make you like. Uh, 
shit in a shit in a casket or something, some kind of initiation. <laughs> he goes, "What? Wasn't that that skull and skull and bones or something?" It's like you had to. I don't know what you had to, you had to take a dump in a casket or I don't know. I don't remember something like that. He was like, "What are you talking about?" I said, "I don't know. Just just be careful. I don't know what you're getting yourself into. You know, don't let a microdose you or something." I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> He's just like shaking his head. But um, anyway, I said, well, you go up there and you and you learn how to do it, and then you can teach me because I've always been mildly interested in it too. But I'm not paying a thousand dollars. You know how they, you know how they decide on a, on a cost. It's like how much you make. It's like your uh, how much your income is. There's like level. There's like a student fee, and then there's like a you know there's different. Depending on how much you make in a year, that's how they decide the cost. Isn't that weird? I'm not paying $1,000. There's no way. I mean, that shit's never going to happen. I just can't see it ever happening. But um, I said, you can learn how to do it. You can bring your napkin and your and your, and your apple. And you can drag a casket in here and, you know, show me how to do it, you know? Man runs, he bounces from things to things, thing to thing. And, um, you know... Running wide open. I'll follow up with you on, on a future episode how it went. Um, so the last episode, which was a Patreon episode, I was going to do a, a, a subject. I was going to do. I, I, I jotted down. Tony and I were talking about this. Uh, I saw this article that said that uh, In-N-Out Burgers is is going to uh, expand into uh, Tennessee, which I don't think they they might be in Texas, like east of the Mississippi. I don't know. I think they have. I think they have stores. Restaurants in Texas, but I think that you know this is definitely Tennessee is definitely the farthest east. They're they're basically a California, you know, California deal, and um, and so they're going to go into Tennessee, and everybody's all excited about this stuff. Every time there's like something like that you can't get any, you know, there's scarcity, you can't get it. Um, people are like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. And they get all whipped up. Whenever they have like a, like Yingling Lager, or Yingling, I guess, not just Lager, but Yingling Brewing goes into a different state, there's like, a, oh my God, oh my God, it's happening. You know, I mean, I love Yingling. I mean, I'm a longtime proponent of the Yingling Brewing, and the Yingling Lager is a good beer, but um, I don't know. I don't It's not, I don't know, whatever. And I'll tell you what, uh, there's been a couple of restaurants, fast food places around here, or just restaurants, chains, that people are like freaking flipping out about. They're like, oh my God, this is the greatest. I can't believe this day has finally arrived that an IHOP is going to... <laughs> I was like, what the hell's wrong with you people? You know, IHOP, are you serious? You're getting excited about that? They did. I mean, there was like... It was like it caused an uproar, you know. I mean, it was causing traffic problems, you know. They opened an IHOP in Wilkesbury, and there was like a, the same thing happened when there's like Popeyes fried chicken. I was like Popeyes. I said, "What the? That shit's garbage." <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be, I don't be negative, you know. But what the hell, are you guys getting excited about that? I said. Eh. That's it's just the scarcity part of it, you know. You don't you don't have access to it. It's something you've heard of, but you don't you've never you've never been there. It's all big. It's all mysterious, and you think that stuff that's uh, in other parts of the country is always better, you know? Why? Why do you think that? 
I've lived in places with, 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 the, with the IHOPs. They're fine, but there's nothing to get excited about. I'm not going to be losing sleep about it. Oh, my God, there's going to be an IHOP over, over in Wilkes-Barre, you know, in just a month's time. Oh, God, I'm just tossing and turning, just thinking in anticipation of that. I hop. What up? And, um, and, and Popeye sucks. I mean, you can pack that. That stuff, that place is bullshit. You know, people are all excited about that. That chicken sandwich that they came out with that said it was better than Chick-fil-A. Ha, <laughs> That makes me laugh. That salt bomb, that ball of of salt that shit sucks all right all right and now but there was a, a, an uproar about chick-fil-a too i have to say but i like chick-fil-a so i'm you know i'm i'm in i, I endorse that excitement because chick-fil-a is a it's worthy you know i know there's some controversies about that uh, from people that don't know what they're talking about <laughs> you know or you know there are people that want, uh, that want to believe various things i don't want to get into politics but uh you know all i know is it all the food is really good it's fresh it's good it's expensive though I was excited when Chick-fil-A. I couldn't get in there, though. It was so damn crowded. Anyway, so that's what we were talking about. in and outs coming to uh, coming to uh, Tennessee. People were whipped into a full frenzy. And um, I, that place also overrated, in my opinion. And that's what I was going to do. I jotted down some other things that I feel, in my opinion, are overrated. I mean, I mean in and out has like some kind of cult following and people just because you can't get it that's the thing if you can't get it where you live it's got to be something i mean it's got to be magical right i don't know what you're basing that on i mean their burgers are fine it's a fast food restaurant you know that's what it is i mean it's not what are you expecting from the, i mean i don't know what you're expecting the the, the burgers are fine I don't have any problem with the burgers the the fries are terrible they cut them by hand in front of you, and, and I don't know, that's supposed to be better by somehow, I don't know. But all I know is they taste like you're eating chalk sticks, you know. I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's not bad. I'm not saying it's trash. It's not like Popeye's. It's, it's fine. But people will tell you it's the greatest in the world, in and out. It's not. I mean, I, I, I lived out in California. There was one, I don't know. Two miles from our house. Rarely did we eat there, you know. There was one in Burbank, and I used to go there sometimes for lunch because there wasn't, you know, had limited options, you know. So every once in a while, I'm like, all right, I guess we'll go back to In and Out. So I mean, I ate there sometimes. I didn't hate it, but I don't know. It's not, it's not something to get super excited about. So I, was, I jotted down some other things. And um, these are the things that I, I jotted down the other day, just off the top of my head, uh, that I believe are overrated. Number one, In-N-Out Burger. Did we already talk about that? <laughs> okay, In-N-Out Burger. Second, chicken wings. <sighs> Give me a break. What the? What is the cult following to that crap? Chicken wings. There's like no meat on there. It's just skin and tendons. And uh, shit's snapping. You're like biting. A, you ever see those people eat those things? And they like do this thing where they eat, they eat that knot of uh, 
I don't know what it is, tendons and shit up at the top and bottom. And they suck that thing, and it's just like a shiny, uh, uh, like a like a shiny bone at the end. That's grotesque. I mean, what are you just a just a, like a like an animal or something? What the hell? That stuff's no good. It's just what is it? Just like some kind of like a hot sauce transport system. I don't. I, I never have liked them. I never will. And. I don't understand how everybody loves it. Oh, God. I love, oh, you haven't had my, I'll tell you where you have to go. You have to go to Roscoe's over in uh, Kansas City. Like, what the, you know, well, you haven't had those. Well, if you haven't, I mean, you you say you don't like it, but you haven't had uh, Jimmy John, Jimmy Jimmy Joe's <laughs> over in, uh, like, down in uh, Mississippi. That's right, Mississippi. No, you can take that. Jam it. That stuff sucks. Chicken wings. Never have been a fan, and um, you know I don't understand it. And uh, it's not good. There's nothing. There, there's nothing positive about it. You know I don't. I don't like anything that you have to dismantle. You know. So and chicken wings don't have have any meat on it. You know. And I don't. You know what else I don't like? I'll tell you another thing. I don't even have it on my list, but it's it's closely associated. Ribs. Everybody says they love ribs. Oh God. I'm just gonna have to go in and get a get a big rack of ribs. Ugh. That shit tastes like bologna. And it's also slathered in sauce. I think people just like the sauce. Why don't you just like take a big drink off the bottle? You know, why don't you just go get a bottle of barbecue sauce and just take a couple of glugs off that bitch, you know? Ribs are no good. I don't I don't you know. I'm not buying in just because society tells me I have to eat them. I mean, I could eat them if I wanted to. I mean, it's not it's not grotesque, but it's not good. You know, it's not something I'd crave. If I was in a restaurant and they were serving uh, various things and one of them was ribs, I would not buy the ribs. <laughs> I would order something else. So that's eh, bullshit, too. And I don't know about these other two. These next two are kind of, I don't know. I don't know if this is fair. I don't even know if I'm going to mention it. Guacamole and garlic. I don't like either one of those things. But that that might just be a preference, you know? I mean, that's just a taste that I don't like. So maybe, okay, I'll give you a pass on that. If you like garlic, then you like garlic. Chicken wings falls into a different category. There, there's no, there's nothing, there's nothing there, you know? Eating chicken skin slathered in sauce. But guacamole has a weird taste like earth. Like you're eating dirt clods and garlic sucks. So um, maybe that's just, you know, maybe that's unfair. Next on my list, a potluck lunch at at work. Like a potluck dinner or something where everybody brings something. Oh, God. What people are like? Oh, we're gonna do a potluck next Friday, and you're gonna you're gonna bring in so who's gonna bring in the, uh, the the crock pot full of wieners? You know the little wieners on the ha on the little toothpicks and the you know no way. I, mean, I have okay. I get bullied into participating in these sometimes. I always try to get out of it. I never bring anything, so I use that as an excuse. I say, well, I didn't bring anything. I don't feel comfortable eating other people's food. When I didn't participate, I didn't contribute to the thing. And uh, this goes back years. This goes back to, I don't know, Atlanta, at least. 
I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I'm, I'm uh, neurotic or paranoid or what. I don't know what kind of a, you know, I don't, I don't know how clean people's kitchens are. I don't know if there's like cats and who knows running around. There's like dog hair flying around. Maybe they have pet pigs. I mean, people have pet pigs. I don't know what the hell's going on, but um, you don't know. In fact, several years back, I got bullied into participating a little bit, and I had a. All right, all I did is I said, "Well, maybe I'll have a maybe I'll have a brownie or something." So I felt like I I felt like I was bullied into it. So I take this brownie and I go and sit down at a table, across from somebody. I take a bite off the thing. It's got a big clump of hair in it. I don't know what part of the body this hair came from, but it looks suspiciously curly. And I, I and, and, and almost almost regurgitated right there, right there in the break room. I mean, that's what I'm afraid of. See, and that and they're like, "No, come on, knock it off. What's wrong with you?" I mean, these, these are our coworkers. I said, "Yeah, look around. Take a look." <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's what I'm saying too. I mean, you're saying this is our coworkers, but take a look. You know, I mean, do an assessment here. I bite into the thing. It's got a big clump of pubes in it. Maybe I don't know ass hair. I don't know back hair. I don't know, but it's got something in there. And it was I almost it almost took me out. You know, so that's what I'm afraid of. I mean, these potlucks, no way. Pack it. Starbucks. I mean, everybody trashes that place. And yet you go by them and they're, and they're loaded up with people. I don't know. I don't think the coffee's any good. I think it tastes burnt. I know it's not very original, but that's the way it, it doesn't taste like coffee. It tastes like some kind of version of coffee that I don't particularly like. And I don't like all that crap where you, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, and you have to have a dome on there and all this stuff. I, I, I just drink coffee at home. If I'm drinking it out, you know who has the best coffee, in my opinion? Anywhere, you know, out outside my house is uh, Panera, Panera Bread Company or whatever it's called. They have the, now they have a good solid coffee. And it's just, it's serve yourself. So you can just go up there and they have these, you know, the big tankards. And you just get regular coffee, put, put a splash of half and half in there, and you're good to go. You don't need all this stuff we're there having to, like, uh, Use a blender and a grinder and uh, all this stuff. It's just coffee with a splash of milk in it, you know. And that's exactly what I like, and it tastes good. It doesn't taste burnt. It tastes like real coffee. I don't like Starbucks. I mean, I can drink it, but I'm I don't like it. It's not good. And another another thing I have on my list here: Niagara Falls. <laughs> uh, Everybody thinks, oh, i got to see Niagara Falls someday. It's one of those things, just like uh, the Grand Canyon, I'll put in the same category, where you're there and you're the first five minutes you're like, man, look at that. Can you believe what is in front of us? Look at that. Oh, my God. Is there an ice cream shop around here somewhere? <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, you saw it, and you don't need to keep looking at it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you could sit there and look at it for, uh, you know, an, an entire day, just water going over the... And it, back when we went there, it's been a while, um, it was kind of run down, the United States side, the U.S. side of Niagara Falls. 
kind of run down, you know, and it was kind of de- depressing. And then the Canadian side was kind of like uh, touristy, you know, kind of tacky. I don't have any problem with that. The whole thing was underwhelming. I don't know. Uh, it's been a long time since I've been up there, but I remember it being underwhelming. And that, and that, and that Grand Canyon. I mean, we when we were in Las Vegas, we took a bus trip out there. I thought both of us were like, we should see the Grand Canyon while we're out there, since we're going to be there for like six, seven days. Take a take one day and go to the Grand Canyon. We jump on this bus with this crew, with this motley crew of of tourists. And we go and, it, and we drive and drive and drive through this deserty place. You know, these we're on Route 66 a couple times. You know, the old Route 66. And um, and we finally get there, and it's like, wow, check that out. And they're like, uh, before we get off the bus, they're like, uh, we want to warn you that uh, if you step over the barrier, there's a barrier on the side of the uh, of the canyon. Do not step over it. It's only like three feet tall or maybe two feet tall, you know. It's like a little fence. It's like real low. Do not step over that barrier. I mean, it's very dangerous. You could also be fined up to $500. I can't remember what the number was, but it was a lot. I wouldn't want to have to pay it. And um, Do not. It's very important. It's for your safety and uh, blah, blah, blah. So they let us out of the out of the bus. Everybody goes straight down there and steps over the barrier <laughs> just immediately. I'm like, what the? I'm not stepping out there on that ledge. Okay, what if I go plummeting in, in over end into that thing? I mean, it's cool. It's beautiful. And uh, I'm glad I saw it. Uh, but I didn't like the what we had to do to get there, riding that bus for all those hours. It was, and there was nothing to see. Just it was just desert, you know, in every direction. And um, and then we we you know half hour after we got there, I'm like, okay, I was literally looking for an ice cream shop, and we we had ice cream cones, and it was like, when are we going back? You know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to be I don't want to be a downer, but. Eh. I wouldn't recommend it. If you're in the area and you don't have to do one of those big bus trips, you know, swing by, look at it, and then um, keep keep moving. Um, what else? Oh, birthdays as an adult. I don't like that. You know, I don't. I don't like adults who wear a sash, maybe wear a crown. You know, look at me. This is my, my birthday. <laughs> And, um, you know, big deal. Everybody had a birthday, including Hitler. You know, it's not a great accomplishment that you that, that you had a birthday. I mean, I don't know. It's not. I mean, when when it's kids, good. Have you has your day. But as an adult, when you want to be the center of attention to the point where you're wearing a crown, you know, and some of these people do. This is my birthday week, or this is my birthday weekend. This is my birthday month. Uh, February is my birthday month. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? What is this kind of narcissism run, running amok? You know, and birthday. You're, you're in your you're in your 30s. I mean, knock it off. What the hell? I mean, I know some people use it as an excuse to party it up. That I can get behind. But when it's like, uh, when it's like everybody look at me in the office, everybody, it's my birthday. Uh, I just want to remind you, that's why I'm wearing this sash. Uh, you know, every year I buy a new sash and I keep my sashes 
as, as mementos. And uh, this is my latest sash, and it's my birthday, my birthday month. <laughs> so I hope everybody will keep reminding me of it and, and congratulating me because I want to be the center of attention because uh, I, I love attention. <laughs> All right. Um, birthdays as an adult, overrated. Halloween, eh, same category. Eh, what the? That's for kids. If you're, if you're in your 40s, and you're dressing up like a skeleton coming coming to work and dressed up like a like a donkey or something. I mean, I've never seen anybody do that, but you know what I'm saying. Eh, I don't know. Whatever. More power to you. Uh, summer. Summer sucks. I mean, I like it because of baseball, and I like it because it's not snowing and there's not ice on the road. But there's some negatives. There's also some summer negatives. People love summer. Everybody's like, I can't wait till summer gets here. Summer's my favorite time of the year. I know that's the time when you go on vacation generally, and uh, you know, people claim to love it. You know why? Why I don't love it is because it's freaking hot and it's humid. I get, uh, you know, you get you get a swamp ass and you get like heat rash, <laughs> you know, and it's it, it, it's horrible. There's humidity. There's bugs, bugs flying in your ears, up your nose. I can't stand that crap. I mean, I like if if it's like seven, if if it, say it's like seventy four, low humidity. Yeah, summer's beautiful and all your yard work's done. But that's always hanging over your head, too. It's another thing. It's another thing. It's like, oh, God, i got one more thing to do. And it's one of the things in, in, in my life that I hate the most. i got to go home and mow the freaking grass. You know, that shit's hanging over your head all the time, all the time. And there's bugs out there. Your ass is a is a wash in perspiration. <laughs> you know, it just sucks. It's, it's, it's summer. Everybody's I love it. Love it. As much as I love my sash. If there's one thing I love more than my sash, it's summer. You know, eh, summer's overrated. What else? Solo travel. You ever done that? Where you go on a trip, like a vacation trip, by yourself? I did that one time, and I'm never, I don't know, I'm never say never, but I don't plan on ever doing that again. I went to Long Beach Island by myself. I can't remember what was going on. There was a year. It wasn't that long ago. It was maybe like five years ago. Something was going on, probably having to do one of, with one of our boys, where we were not able to leave them alone, right? I can't remember the, the details, but Tony said, we can't leave them alone. We can't go on vacation together. And I agreed. I mean, uh, and um, so she goes, I think I'm going to, how about we just do like separate trips? I said, how the hell is that supposed to work? I said, what are you just going to go do, go to the beach by yourself? Yeah. But she went down to Myrtle Beach. She flew down there, I think. And then her sister met her there. So she was with her sister. So that was kind of a cheat. She didn't do she didn't do the full solo, you know. So she was in Myrtle Beach uh, with her sister. And that's the place. That was the first time that she stayed. There's this place that we always stay at in Myrtle Beach with, that we love. And that's how we found it. She went down there and she stayed at this place and she told me how great it was and then we've always gone there. But anyway, so she was with her sister. Was So that's not real, that's not, it's not solo travel. I, on the other hand, I went to Long Beach Island by myself, literally by myself. 
I was listening to this Tom Petty CD over and over and over again. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, shit. I can't remember. I, I have dementia. It's Long After Dark, I think is what it's called. Long After Dark, kind of a reddish cover. It's one of his lesser known, you know. And um, I was, for some reason, I was like hooked on it, and I still love it. It's a great album. And um, I was listening to that thing over and over and over again as I was out on this island. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of like a like a fake Myrtle Beach type deal, <laughs> touristy, you know. But it was early in the year. Some of the stuff wasn't open yet, and it sucked. I mean, I didn't have any fun. What am I going to do by myself? I was trying to write some kind of book deal. I was trying to write a book. So I thought I could go down there and just open my laptop and, you know, stare out at the ocean and just be, uh, just crank out some chapters. That thing was terrible. You know, the whole week, I don't know how long I was down there. It wasn't a week, but it was a few days. I did not have any fun. I miss Tony. I mean, we, we, I mean you got to have somebody to do stuff with. I don't like just going down there by myself. It sounds great in theory. In practice, eh, no fun. And it costs a lot of money. Very expensive. That place, I don't I don't like these northern beaches up here. I don't I don't like them. The southern beaches are far superior. So that's another one. Northern beaches overrated. <laughs> I don't know. It's a blanket statement, but I, I, I don't I don't plan on doing any more solo travel. Not fun for me. And the last thing on my list, I have it as the beach. But in the old days, I used to have an attitude about the beach, right? And I'll tell you, um, when I was a kid, we used to go to Myrtle Beach almost every summer. And sometimes we would go to Daytona Beach in Florida. And I liked the I liked being in Myrtle Beach, and I liked being in Daytona, but I did not like those uh, long days literally on the beach, you know? That's what people, that's what my parents would do, and I think a lot of people do that. They go to the beach, and then they go in the morning, they have breakfast, they go out on the beach itself and spend the entire day down there in the sand, in the, in the sun, beating down on you. And uh, I don't like that. I don't like that part of it, you know. I've never been, you know. You get you got your ass cracked, packed full of, full of sand, you know. When you get back, it's all up, you know. It's all in your crotch and what whatnot. And it's hot and you you get sunburned, and it's you know. I just I don't like it's too it's too sunny. There's too much sun, you know. And you go out in the water, and everybody's like, oh, <laughs> you go out in the water, and there's shit wrapping around your legs, you know? And you think, it's oh, what is this, like, a, like a, is this tentacles? What? You know, and it's like, oh, God, you know, there's stuff, I don't know, I, I, I'm afraid you're going to step on some kind of jellyfish or something, one of those, one of those I don't know, things that look like rocks, but if you step on it, it'll, it'll send you straight into cardiac arrest. And I don't even, I don't need any of that. You know, I'm not into that. That's not, that part. But the way Tony and I do it, I love the beach. <laughs> the way we do it, and that is we walk. You know, we take long walks on the beach. So we're not down there for hours and hours and hours. It's sitting on a blanket, you know. We, we take a walk along the water's edge. You know, it might take us like, you know, an hour, an hour and a half, you know. 
And then we go back to the room and uh, cool off, you know. And then, uh, you know, and then at night, uh, we either we go back down there and have another walk after, the, you know, as the sun's going down. It's beautiful. There's a whole different vibe down there. There's not as many crazy people down there throwing frisbees and whatnot. And then, um, and then you, you go up in the evening, have adult beverages, sit on the uh, sit on the patio, and look out at the ocean. That's the way you do it. You don't go down there w- with a blanket and, and sit in in the blazing sun with, with with sand all over your body, you know, and tentacles wrapped around your legs. So we, I used to think the beach sucked. That, that that part of it, the beach itself. But now I have a different opinion on it. So that's another thing I used to think was overrated, but now I like it. So you can you can make of that what you want. Alright, so you guys can you guys can share your list of things. What you think is overrated. What do you think is overrated? You know? It can be anything. Don't say the Beatles. If I hear somebody say the Beatles, you know, that's such a cliche. I just think the Beatles are just overrated. I just don't think they're all that great. All right, Mr. Contrarian. That's so original. I've never heard anybody say that before. Woo. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to take something that everybody loves almost universally, and I'm going to say I don't like it to show how smart I am. And you guys might accuse me of doing that with chicken wings, but that's a genuine. That is a genuine opinion. And I think there's other people that believe the same as I do. They might be afraid to say anything about it, you know. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm a hero. I guess when it comes to chicken wings, you know, I, I view myself as a hero. All right. I have a couple of calls. I'm gonna, there was two calls from uh, Clinton in Indiana. The first one I didn't know if I was going to use or not because <laughs> it's a little, uh, I'll, I'll just let you hear it right here. Hi, Jeff. This is Clinton from Indiana. Hey, uh, talking about your Fitbit and all its capabilities to measure, uh, you know, we as men know that uh, maybe during the night you can uh, find yourself with a completely unprompted uh, erection. So I was wondering, maybe your Fitbit can measure that too, along with the snoring and everything. You know, you're looking at your stats the next day, and you're like, well, 115, I had a you know a little semi-chub, and wow, 4 o'clock, raging Level 10 steel bar that took four minutes to dissipate. I don't know. Maybe there's another accessory you've got to buy and, and, and attach for that. Maybe dig around in the settings and, and, and report back on your stats. I'm sure everyone would enjoy it. Anyway, take care, Jeff. All right. I don't know. Hang on a second. What? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, a steel bar. <laughs> I mean, I know what you're talking about, but, you know, I, don't, I got I got you. I mean, I, this uh, this is, what do you call it, this Fitbit it measures all kinds of stuff about your sleep. I'm still obsessed with it. I looked at it today, and um, I had a 79. That was my sleep score. I think only one time since I started uh, have I got into the 80s. I don't sleep well, and I'm I'm, I'm fairly uh, obsessed with it. And you know, Clinton, you know, he talked about uh, erections. You know, nocturnal erections with the with the half mast and the uh, the steel bar. Good Lord. Well, I don't know. What is that attachment? You're talking about some kind of an attachment 
that you might have to use for this Fitbit, what would that be called? I would like for you guys to help me with that. Is <laughs> you know what, what would that attachment be called uh, to measure uh, you know nocturnal erections? I mean, would it be a cockometer? I don't. I mean, whatever. What, what do you have? We, uh, you know, I don't know. Schlongograph. <laughs> I don't know. Help me out um, with that as well. That's uh, that. That one. I didn't know if I was going to use that or not. You know, but whatever. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, thanks for calling, uh, Clinton. And here you are again. Another call from Clinton, right here. Hi, Jeff. This is Clinton from Indiana. Hey. Uh, if you don't want to use my last call, fair enough. But I thought I'd call back to talk about uh, Coast to Coast, uh, the overnight show. Uh, you were talking about sitting in your driveway listening to that at 2 in the morning, and that was me back in college uh, in my little efficiency apartment listening to the clock radio and um, listening to Art Bell talk to a variety of cranks and weirdos. Um, I always liked that he, he he treated them decently. He didn't make fun of them directly, but uh, which gave them the 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 – sort of freedom to, to go off on their subject, but uh, I always felt like he was kind of winking to the audience a little bit, saying, yeah, we got these people on here, they're nuts, though, but I'm going to let them talk. Anyway, that was just a fun slice of life, and I, I'm right there with you remembering those times. Um, anyway, take care, and, and thanks for doing the show. Bye. Yeah, I loved Art Bell, too. Art Bell was the one, I don't know, I'm not sure about the history of it. I don't know if he founded that that show or if he was hired onto coast to coast, or if he founded it, or what, or what. But he was the best. He that was the gold standard when he was hosting that show, and he and he and he did it from. Uh, well, sometimes he did it from uh, some compound out in the desert in Nevada. You know, the Kingdom of Nye, as he called it. <sighs> he he had some kind of compound out in the desert, and he was like lived completely off the grid. You know. And um, he, he did his radio show from his house, and um, he was great. He would have these, like, like, like Clinton was saying, he'd have, he'd take calls from whack jobs, and um, he, yeah, <laughs> you, you painted a perfect picture. He would, he would have, a, he would treat them with, with respect, treat them with enough respect, not to piss them off. But there was always like a wink, you know, to the, to the listener. Yeah, we're in on this together. He was great. That was, that's great radio, man. He was he was the best. And then he started he he started doing his show from uh, the Philippines or something. It was really weird. I don't I don't know what the hell. He he was a wacky character. He kept retiring and then coming out of retirement. And um, and um, George Norrie took over after he finally left for good. Art Bell. And he's not nearly as good, but the show's interesting. It's pretty good. I mean, yeah, depending on who the guest is, but George Norrie is no Art Bell, you know. But um, I, I love good radio. I mean, you know, I've mentioned it many times, but um, I'm glad there's people uh, out there that uh, enjoy it as well. So thanks, Clinton. Thanks for both of your calls. And if you want to call in like Clinton did twice with the steel bar, <laughs> okay, um, give me a call, 570-290-8151. That's the number, 570-290-8151. And um, also, I'm finished with the $5 Scratch-Off Project. Uh, no more. Today's Saturday. Today's a day. I would generally go buy uh, Scratch-Offs, not doing it, and I feel like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders. <sighs> 
felt like I, I scratched myself into a corner, you know. So, um, but that's over. I, and I lost a bunch of money, like, I don't know, close to $500 over two years. That's crap. So that's over. If you want to fi- check out the final numbers, check it out, the WVSR.com slash scratchoff5. So that's over. Surfreportpod.com is the website for the uh, podcast. So there's extra stuff there, links, photographs, what have you. So uh, it's a value-added service. Check it out, surfreportpod.com. And if you want two of these episodes a week instead of a measly one, you can do that too. We get that all set up. There's a whole infrastructure set up for you guys. It's over at Patreon.com. It's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation, and you'll get an extra episode every week. Not every once in a while. Not every month. That's for suckers. Every week. So it's easy to do. $4 a month will do it. Patreon.com slash Jeff K. Thank you guys for listening to this. Hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, which will, be, which will be over on the Patreon side, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. Information is, is power or something. Is that right? Is that what it is?